This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Golden Rule Academy, K-12, Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Golden Rule Academy, K-12, Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. If you don't value intimate time with God, then you ain't going to set no time aside to spend with God. Because you don't put any value on it. If you don't put value on attending church, then you ain't going to come every Sunday and Wednesday. Because you don't want to pay the cost of what it's going to require for you to get down here at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night for Bible study. And you don't want to pay the price of what it's going to cost you to get down here on Sunday. Because you just might be too tired. 
Hmm? You don't value it. Come on, somebody, help me. Am I helping you? Come on. That's why in sales, if I'm a used car salesman, and I I say, uh, uh, Brother Justin comes to me to my car lot and says, I want to buy a car from you, Jason. The first thing he's going to ask me is, how much does it cost? What's the price? What do I got to pay for that? How many know that if I answer that question, then I'm not going to make much money as a salesman? My goal is not to answer that question. Come on. No, what's my goal as a salesman? My goal as a salesman is to, is to get him to value that car the way I value the car. Look at it. It's all highway miles. Driven by a little old lady. Look, leather seats. Seat warmers. Sunroof. Look how nice this car is. Take it for a spin. Listen, I used to sell cars. They used to teach you that you would close 70% of the deals that you have if you'd get somebody to test drive. Because once somebody gets behind the wheel and drives it down the road, they take mental ownership of the car. Hmm? What am I doing? I'm building value into the car. I'm trying to get them to see. Because if I can get Justin to value it the way I'm valuing it, then he's going to pay the price that I want for it. He's not going to come in and say, well, I think it's only worth $300. i am saying, no, it's worth 30000 Come on. Let me know what I'm talking about. Amen? Listen to me really carefully. See what Jesus has been doing in you is he's trying to get you to value your dream the way he values your dream. That's what he's trying to get you to do. But we don't value our dream the way Jesus wants us to value the dream. We don't value the dream the way Jesus values the dream. Amen? Because listen, if he can ever get you to value it the way he values it, then he knows that you'll be willing to pay whatever it takes to live the dream. Even if it requires your life. That's how we value the dream. Oh, Lord, help us. Hebrews 12 says, Looking unto Jesus, who's the author and the finish of our faith, who for what? For the joy set before Him endured the cross, despising shame. In other words, there was nothing about the cross that Jesus liked. It was ugly. It was harsh. It was brutal. It was bloody. It was painful. It it, it was death. There was nothing about the cross that Jesus liked. There was nothing about the cross that was pleasant to Jesus. Jesus didn't look at the cross and go, Oh, I think I'll let them nail me to that. That just sounds so lovely. That's not the way Jesus viewed the cross. There was nothing enjoyable about it. Even for the Son of God. But how many know Jesus did not put value on the cross? Come on, somebody. He saw beyond the cross to the promise. He saw beyond the cross to the dream. He saw beyond the cross to the vision. He saw 2012 right here on Sunday in Truth Church. He saw families being healed. He saw kids being straightened out. He saw kids in a school hearing the gospel. He saw divorce rates going down. He saw people getting clean off of drugs. People getting clean off of alcohol. He saw people's lives changing in a miraculous way. And because of the joy of what he saw, he endured the cross. Because he valued you. you, Jesus. For the joy of the dream, he endured the cross. And now we have the plan of salvation. See, my God's a dreamer. My Jesus is a dreamer. And so are you. But you will only pay the price for a dream that you value. 
You only be willing to pay the cost. And you'll never die for anything that you don't value. You'll never lay your life down for anything that you don't value. You'll say, let bygones be bygones. Oh, well, I guess I'll move on. Hmm? Can I just tell you, there's some churches that have visions. I, I wouldn't die on that mountain or on that hill. There's a church down the road, if you read their sign, right here on 25th Street. It's a King James Version only. I mean, I wouldn't die on that hill. Hmm? Come on, amen. You might want to die on that hill. Go ahead. I ain't going to. Come on, somebody. Whew. I'm not going to die on the hill of whether or not we got electric guitar or old pipe organ, where we use hymnals or words on a screen. I ain't dying on that hill. But if you say to me, Jason... There's a whole group of kids right here on the Treasure Coast. You have the opportunity to pull them out of a public school system that's full of secular humanism and take them the, the, the tricks of hell. You can bring them into a Christian setting and give them a Christian education and put Jesus in them five days a week. And you can disciple people in a church. I'll die on that hill. Amen. I'll give my life for that hill. I'll lay my life down. Come on, amen. Yes, I'll give everything I got to make that dream come to pass. I'll sweat, blood, toil, work, stay up late. Go the extra mile. Come early. Go late for that dream. Listen to me this morning. I believe God wants you to begin to dream big dreams. He wants you to get prepared for some of the things that you've never gotten had before. But you've got to prepare yourself. Hmm? Because it's going to involve a price. You can't live the dream without ponying up. You're going to have to pay the price. No price, no dream. You will sit stagnant. And never achieve what God's called you to achieve. You say, well, I don't want pain. I don't like pain. I want to avoid pain. Listen, you're going to either have pain for not trying or you're going to have pain for trying. There's no escape in pain. Pain comes, amen? In John 15, Jesus said, if you don't bear no fruit, I'm going to cut you off and throw you in the fire. I'm going to prune you. Two verses later, he said, if you bear fruit, I'm going to cut you off and prune you. How many of you are pruned if you do and you're pruned if you don't? That's how it is. You're getting pruned. So whether you sit there and not live your dream or whether you take a step of faith and embrace your dream, you're still going to get pruned. Come on, somebody. Either way, you're going to get it. But I'm willing to be pruned for something that's going to increase my life and cause me to move into another dimension of living and a greater place of victory and see what God put on the inside of me manifest on the outside. I'm willing to die for that. Hmm? Listen, there's going to be some areas of pain that are going to come into your life because of your dream. I'm being real with you this morning because I don't want nobody to leave here this morning going, I'm going to live the dream, live the dream, live the dream. And then you get your brains beat out later and go, well, he didn't tell me about that. Hmm? Listen, when you live the dream, there's the pain of disappointment. You're going to have to learn how to live with it. One of the most disappointing things for me that I discovered when living the dream is when I realized that people that I thought that were going to help me with my dream are really the very same people that celebrate what God's doing in me the least. Hello, Bob Tarbus again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. 
But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 11.30 a.m. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20, or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount, or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. The people I thought that loved me the most are the very same people that criticize me now. Disappointment. You're going to have to learn how to live with the pain of disappointment. You know how you do that? You learn how to put your expectations on people. But I had to learn through the pain of disappointment not to do that. I had to learn to put my expectations on God. David said this in Psalm 62. He said, my expectations are of thee, O Lord. My expectations are on you. Listen, if you're waiting on Pastor Jason to make your dream a reality, then your expectations are in the wrong place. They're not in the right place. Remember Moses in Exodus 14, he's trying to get the people of Israel delivered, and they all were murmuring and wanting to kill him. He's trying to get them to the promised land. And they're just criticizing and complaining and trying to kill him. Come on, somebody. The very people that he's trying to help the most are the very same people that's trying to kill him. You ever, you ever, you ever seen this on TV or anything when it's a, some, they, they talk about lifeguards? How many know oftentimes a lifeguard will go out to rescue somebody when they get out there to rescue them, the person they rescue and end up drowning the lifeguard? Because they're in a panic. Come on, amen. And the lifeguard that was trying to save him ends up dead. That happens quite often, amen. So listen, when you begin to live out dreams, you recognize that there's a pain of disappointment. Not only is there a pain of disappointment, but you'll have the pain of change. See, change is a tough one for some of us. We all think change, that's good, change is good. But when we start going through the change, we go, ow, that hurts. Ouch, ooh, ow, ooh, stop, stop. Can we just go back to the way things used to be? Huh? Change. That might be easy for some of you to change, but I've been around long enough to find out that all change is not easy. Some change is hard. And it's not just old people that are resistant to change. Old people get a bum rap. I said, well, they're old. They don't want to change. They're stuck in their ways. That's not necessarily true. You can ask anybody that's got a 15-year-old teenage daughter that. They're some of the hardest people in the world to change. Come on. Amen. I mean, you've got to get to a place in your life where you're living the dream, but you're not determined to do it your own way. You've got to be willing to change. You've got to endure the pain of change. Hmm? 
There's pain when change comes. But listen, when you begin to realize that there's a dream on the inside of you, there's going to be some things that, you, that you're just going to change automatically. Things that you used to do that you don't do anymore, and now you're doing things that you never did. You're living a different life. You're starting to look like Jesus. Change comes. I mean, if you're hard, listen, if you've if, if you got a heart, say, well, I'm going to go on a short-term mission trip. Jesus, I just thank you for the money I need for this mission trip. Lord, I thank you for the $1,500 I need to go. God, did you make it? Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just all in faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then you get a bonus check for $1,500. And you go, oh, boy, looky here. $1,500. Honey, let's take the weekend and celebrate. And you go off for the weekend in Orlando and come back home to you. Lord, will you please just send the money so I can go on this mission trip. I thank you, Lord, for the $1,500. Well, you just blew it. Come on, somebody. You're praying, Lord, provide, and the Lord sends a bonus, and what do we do? Because our priorities aren't right. See, not only is change coming, but our priorities are going to change. We're going to put value on things that are more important. And we'll have changed priorities. Amen? Amen. Hmm. When you have a dream, it's not hard to have priorities. Proverbs says this way. He said, see, where there's no vision, where there's no revealed purpose, where there's no plan, then the people perish. They cast off restraint, is what King James says. They cast off restraint. There's no priorities. There's no boundaries. There's no direction. There's no guidelines. I don't know what to do with my life, so I'm just going to do anything. Well, there's a lot of people that live that way, ain't there? Come on, amen. But once I understand what my dream is about, then I begin to set my priorities accordingly. How many know when somebody's training for the Olympics, these Olympians? How many know that when they do that, they don't go out and practice for four years, denying themselves food, working out, not hanging out with their friends. They don't go partying. They don't drink. They eat this food that tastes nasty. They, they don't do all that stuff because they're introverted and they hate themselves and they got a psychotic problem. You know, they're doing it for a different reason. No, their priority is to try to win the gold medal. So they live a disciplined life. They watch what they eat. They take care of themselves. They, they don't hang out the way they used to. Their priority is to see the gold medal over their name and, and to stand on the stage while the whole world watches. Isn't that right? So their priority begins to change. They live their life based on their dream. Hmm? Come on, when you find out you're pregnant, you don't keep skydiving, do you? I mean, if you're pregnant, you stop bungee dropping, don't you? I mean, you don't see many nine-month pregnant women jumping off the bridge on a bungee cord. Hmm? No, because your priorities begin to change. Because there's something different on the inside of you, amen? I don't care how much you like skydiving. You ain't going to go skydiving nine months pregnant. Hmm? And then there's this one, the pain of risk. Somebody say risk. If you believe you're going to move to the next level in your life or to the next dimension of your life without risk, you're mistaken. There's always risk. Hmm? The book of Joshua is all about risk-taking. Amen? It, actually, the book of Joshua actually shows us how to make entrance into our promise. It's a book that's full of stories and pictures of how we step into the promise of what God has with us. And it starts out with this fact. Moses is dead. Moses is gone. Amen? 
And God is showing a picture of all things that have to happen in order for people to move into a place of their destiny and possess the promise of God over their life, to possess the dream. First thing we learn is that Moses is dead. In other words, you've got to recognize that the old is gone and the new has come. Risk. Hmm? Then he begins this whole chapter 2 with a story where these spies end up in Jericho and they try to get in Jericho to, to, to spy it out. And where do they go? Where do they go when they get in Jericho? To the whore's house. Hmm? They go to Rahab the whore's house. Can you imagine if that was a day? We're going to send our youth group on a field trip. Rahab the whore said she'd keep the youth group in her house. How many know, how many know we'd be right down there before they could change the sheets getting them kids out of there? Hmm? Come on. Help us, Jesus. But do you understand that this is a picture of risk? They were, right, they, they, were, they were right in the enemy's camp. And they had risk. They risked their reputation by being at a whorehouse. They risked, they risked their life by sneaking into the city. They risked what people thought about them and what they were going to do. But how many know God's a lot smarter than we are? Amen. Come on, it was a pretty ingenious idea for them to go into a whorehouse. Because a whorehouse was the only place in the entire city of Jericho that people would come in and visit for two or three hours and then leave. It provided good cover where spies wouldn't be thought of as spies. They'd be thought of somebody else. Come on, somebody. God knew that. He knew it, amen? He knew it was the safest place for him in Jericho. And he also knew that, that, that Rahab had a heart that, to repent and get delivered and get set free. So when the city came under siege and began to collapse, she had a scarlet thread hanging out of the window. And her and her whole family was spared. And because of her faith, she is in the lineage of Jesus Christ today. Come on, Jesus was coming down from her bloodline, a whore. Come on, are you hearing me this morning? Hmm? And then there's pain and not being popular. This is a big one. Because we all want to be recognized for our achievements. Hmm? Our status. Come on, amen. I mean, the price of popularity is conformity. The price of popularity is conformity. If you want to be popular, then you just got to do what everybody else does. Kids don't get it. They think they're being antisocial and, and popular by putting these big old giant earrings in their ear and getting all tattooed up and oh, I'm gonna be different, nobody gonna tell me what they, well you just look like every other fool. Hmm? Come on somebody. If you want to be a world changer, you got to risk even your popularity. If you really want to live your destiny, you got to be able to be motivated by something other than the applause of the people that are around you. Hmm? Something else has got to motivate you. Some in this room, you're the only people in your family that's been born again. You're the only one that has a word. And many times you feel like you're rejected because your family makes fun of you, call you a holy roller and, and, and all this stuff. And, and you just, you're crazy. You lost your mind. You need Jesus. He's a crutch. Hmm? And because of that, sometimes you feel like you're less than. Some of you here this morning, you're the only Christian on your job. And you get picked on for it. You don't feel like you can even talk about Jesus around some of your co-workers because you're afraid they're going to look down on you. Hmm? Listen, you need to recognize that you're pregnant with a dream. 
You're pregnant with a dream. And because of that, you might go through some seasons of rejection and ridicule. You might even feel isolated at times. But guess what? When that dream becomes a reality, all of it will have been worth it. Every bit of it. Amen? Amen. Because if you hold on to your promise, you might be the very catalyst that God uses to touch your family or touch your coworkers or touch your city or touch your neighborhood. If you hold on to the dream. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.
There's more than one way to support the WCNO ministry. Prayerfully and financially are only the two most obvious. But did you realize how important it is for you to let the programmers and corporate underwriters know that you heard about them right here at WCNO Radio? That's right. Always mention the call letters WCNO when you write, call, or visit the ministries or supporters of WCNO. That's WCNO. 